Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. How are you? I'm excited about season five. woo This is crazy. <laughs> season five feels like a vested number. Like, if you're listening to this episode, I feel like you're a craftiest female. You know about our show. Awesome. But if you're visiting for the first time, too, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> we get a little kooky here sometimes. And by we, I mean me. It's episode 95, Windows 95. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like things in increments of five. Five is a special number to me. I don't really know why. My favorite bingo number is G55. And when I turn the volume up or down on the TV, I always do it in increments of five. Like I have OCD a little bit, so I think that's part of it. But if I don't do it, I don't get anxiety or anything. But just I always am like, oh, it's on level 14. Let me turn it to level 15. Like it's a weird thing I do. That's acceptable. You're allowed right. to be weird about numbers. Okay. There's no laws against that here right, in so. America that I know of. I mean, right. things could change between now on Wednesday when we're recording this and Monday when it comes out. True. So I'm not going to say anything, but I don't hopefully know, there are no number laws that come into. I don't know. It's like weird with my family. Even my Nana, who passed. She was born on June 15th. She died on November 15th. And she said things always happen on the 15th. Like, even her was like 1-5 was a thing. Maybe okay. we should do a whole switcheroo and not have the theme be reflection <laughs> and she just be numbers. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just, like, weird about it. Season 5. So exciting. Reflecting on numbers. Nice. What other numbers are there? Well, there's 1 and 2. And did you ever see that scene in... You know I'm going to say no, because we've never seen anything <laughs> the same. <laughs> You're right. A Fault in Our Stars? Absolutely not. Oh, my God, that movie. Well, there's a scene... I'm not even going to go into it. But there's a scene where she talks about numbers in math and infinity and whatnot. Great scene. Also, what else was I going to say? Oh, it flew up my brain. I, I feel like I like the premise like i'm interested in the premise of all of those movies but the thing is is that they're so formulaic that i already like I, by reading the the synopsis i know that everything i know everything that's going to happen and like by thinking about it i'm like ah yeah. that's so nice but yeah. also sad also so sad. i don't i don't want to have the sad parts but i want the nice parts and i'm like okay that's enough for me. Thank you. I hear you. That makes a lot of sense. I also, speaking of numbers, watched my boyfriend, like, watched someone, which was my boyfriend, but, like, observed roulette in the past month. Did you ever see someone play roulette with the red and yeah. green and the not? Of course. I've never, I've never seen that. I knew about it. That's also very intriguing with numbers. His numbers that he'd pick each time and, like, yeah. I had a, like, you know, baby's first roulette wheel. <laughs> As a little kid. Yeah, no, because my, my grandmother used to run trips to Vegas, and then, like, she used to run b tons of bus trips to AC, so, you know. That's where it was, in AC, yeah. It was very intriguing. Oh, yeah, no, roulette's, like, the worst game you can play, though. 
of all of the games, that one's like so addicting. Yes, and the the casino wins way too much of the time. It's the most profitable one for the casino. Oh. You think there'd um, be more tables than I saw. Oh yeah, no, it is it's also the like it's the one that it's the most easy to understand. Mm. So like you want play, and it's, right. it's also the most exciting. Like, you can see everything that's going on. Mm. It's not like with blackjack or poker, you yeah. can, like, see everybody's cards yeah. while you're watching. But, like, with roulette, it's, like, also, and there's a wheel that spins and a ball. It's, like, almost <laughs> a sport. It really is fun. And speaking of, like, it, there's almost no time for reflection in roulette. Oh, no. About, speaking about our season five's theme, but, like. Oh, no, no, no. You can't. No, there's zero. It's, like. Yeah. And then they hold on, and you're allowed to bet once the ball, like you can even bet while the ball is spinning. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, another thing that's crazy, <laughs> guys. We are on a roll here. If you are new, we're also speed talking, so it's very Gilmore Girls. Hold on. Multiple things. <laughs> All at once. All at once. This is what we've been reflecting on yeah. since we've had the season of growth. We are now reflecting on all of these things. On Netflix, there's this Vox series where they explain some stuff. A couple of them are good. The one that was super interesting was cricket, because I didn't know anything about cricket. The sport. A sport. Um, I know they played it in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I hope that's right. Don't quote me. Go ahead. <laughs> that's, they play it? that's croquet. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Right, and they played it with dodo birds. I know. Never I was going to say, Never they played mind. it with birds. And it was I like, what's the sport? I, I had to reconfigure the, the sport because they played it with birds and other <laughs> things. And I'm like, but what is that in real sport? Um, oh, man. Cricket is, me. Cricket oh. is the one that's kind of like baseball. I need to watch that documentary. Yeah, it's well, it's yeah, no, watch it because it was really interesting. And then, because it's a British sport, and then they took it to all of the colonized areas like uh, Australia, India. And the thing that was the most interesting is how India has made it their own sport. Mm. Um, and like that was the most fascinating thing. So, if you guys are looking for a fascinating thing to watch, watch that. But then I was. Listening to um, Tiffany, who uh, Tiffany Hahn, who was a guest earlier on the podcast, talk about podcasts in general, and she was talking about how most people listen to podcasts at one point five speed. <laughs> and then I was thinking, oh my god, people couldn't possibly listen to our podcast at one point five <laughs> speed. So I really would love to know, is there anyone out there who listens to our podcast at 1.5 speed? There's that number again. Five. Reflecting on numbers. Oh my. This is going to be the sub-theme to this (laughs) season's podcast. I can feel it. Exciting. Exciting for this. I'm really excited for this theme. Yeah, so officially, the theme for season five is reflection, which, I mean, we're just going to get such good stuff out of everyone who comes and talks to us and whenever we reflect on 
all the stuff that we constantly reflect on. And now reflecting back, like we had season one, which was our first 15 episodes, which we weren't even thinking when we started like seasons, right? Like we just like, let's just get this thing up and running. At around like springtime, we're like, we need to shift gears and do a season two. That's when we started interviews. So like that, you know, that we we didn't really have a theme for season two. And then with the start of season three, which was this time last year, we chose the theme work smarter, not harder. And then liking like a, a central idea fueling the fueling the season, we did growth for four, and now we're in reflection. Like just so that everyone kind of has the scope of how. Like we never we didn't always have a theme, but now I love that we choose them before the season, each season. Yeah, it helps us have a forward momentum with yeah. the show. Yes, and when we have guests on, especially when we have repeat guests on. It helps us to come up with a question, come up with a place that we want to go. And instead of just being like, hey, what's going on? What's the theme of the week? What's the driving force behind this week? What's in the news? What's going on? Let's just chit chat because we're going to do all that stuff anyway. Right. I mean, like not what's in the news because there's, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's a, Let's not. Because this is a good vibes podcast. (laughs) Let's let's just not. Um, But all the other stuff. I mean, that just happens naturally. So to have something kind of weave its way through, kind of pulling us towards next week's show and the week after's show, it kind of gives everybody something to coalesce around. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it just feels more cohesive. It gives everything, instead of just being, you know, 95 episodes of the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, it's, you know, in 2018, in, you know, spring of 2018, we were really into this. Mm -hmm. And in spring of 2019, we were really into this. Not just because it was spring of 2019, but because we felt this way in the spring of 2019, this is what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the practice of a one little word, except tied to a season and not a year. Kind of. Yeah. And we have been doing our seasons seasonally. Yeah. So season five will be fall and winter, and we'll go into season six starting in the spring again. Cool. Sounds like a plan, Kristen Tweedale. I know. I like <laughs> plans. Yeah. But we also have been very serendipitous and organic with this podcast in general. Like, not too planny also. Very feeling it out. Well, right. And I think that's why the themes work so well for us. Mm-hmm. Is because it's a... We're not going to push it. We're not going to try to find something that isn't there or come up with something like let's pull out the dictionary and see what theme we need for next season. Yeah. And then we don't pull out our calendars and say, well, this week we need to have this and this week we need to have this. And for October week one, we need to have this, 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 and this, and then this is coming up. So we need to have something for Monday. And then this show is very much about being creative and resourceful and our side hustle so for us that has to be very flexible yeah 
And I think for the both of us, our creativity comes when we give ourselves just enough of a box to kind of go with it. Mm -hmm. And so we have our format. We have, it comes out on Monday. We have, sometimes we have interviews and our interviews are also just structured enough. Mm -hmm. And we have the ability to have conversations with each other. We don't need to have a scripted show. Right. And we always said it was more exploratory than expert. Like that always rings in my ear when I think about our show. Like, and if that's the case, if what we're constantly doing 95 episodes in is exploring things on our mind as crafty ass females and exploring topics with these amazing other crafty ass females who have so much wisdom to give, like on the reg, like we always say our guests are the best. Like, it's only going to be food for fodder of reflection. Does that make sense? Like, it's only going to be reflection material. <laughs> like, right. Because we're never saying we're expert. That's it. Never revisit. And I think yeah. that's another cool thing about our themes is... They're they never are, end. Right. And, like, honestly, they also don't matter because they apply to everything. Everything. You're right. You're right. You're right. But, like... It's it's a it's a lens to see things through, because mm-hmm. yeah. like growth means everything and nothing. Like because we talked about it, you can be growing by literally growing or literally not growing. Because when you have <laughs> growth, your growth is in a circle. You'll be growing, you know, you know, physically growing, but you also have your dormancy periods where you're not physically growing and you need that you know you need your eight hours of sleep or else you're not going to grow yeah and so having these lenses to look through things and there it's so this is what i like to do when i'm teaching storytelling yeah when i'm teaching you know this is how you scrapbook yourself this is how you tell stories about your life. This is how you take better photographs of yourself. You take a lens. You take a storytelling lens. And for us, it's reflection right now. And you can use this to scrapbook yourself if you want to. You know, what are you reflecting on? What do you want to look back on? What do you want to look forward to? And we can take reflection and go any which way that we want. Mm-hmm. We can reflect on crafts. We can reflect on pop culture. We can reflect on how we like to craft ourselves. We can reflect on the different ways that the paper crafting industry has changed over the the years. The different ways that we like to use technology and how that's changed. Like, you know, two or three years ago, I wasn't printing out instagram stories to put into my scrapbooks that wasn't a thing and like now one of my favorite things to do because i have never in my life i've never ever 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 liked digital scrapbooking because Mm -hmm. i spend so much time in front of the computer for work Mm -hmm. that my creative time i want to spend as little creative time in front of the computer as possible that makes sense and you also love the physicality of things right i do that's yeah. one of my like that's literally one of my favorite things is to touch things with my hands i love playing with paper 
But one of my favorite things to do is journal on my IG stories and print out my IG stories. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have to journal in my scrapbooks because I also don't really love journaling on my pages. Mm. So, like, that's a super cool reflection, in my opinion, on, like, tech in scrapbooking and the way it's changed, like, for me personally. Because I don't, like, like, I hate using um, the desktop or even my laptop to journal on photos in a program and then save them somewhere so that I can print them. And, like, then I have to make sure the photo's the right size. I have to make sure the whatever lay thing that I'm doing is the size. I just, like, (laughs) I am, like, getting bored saying the words out loud, which (laughs) is not something that ever happens to me. Yeah. That is, like, my, like, we all have a list of creative tasks that we hate. Yeah, true. Or, like, all the creative tasks. If we had, you know, like, literally all the things that we have to do to scrapbook or to make a sweater whatever your creative thing is and then you like rank them all of the things that i have to do on the computer to get whatever it is like it's mostly to print my photos yeah but sometimes it's to like print journaling cards or to get things other things done on the computer so that i can have it you know order things like from amazon so that they can get to my house you know, it used to be to print out the Michael's coupons. Oh, my God. Do you remember when we had to print out Michael's coupons? <laughs> yes, I do. I still have to print out staples. Or maybe I don't. See, I, I'm stuck in the in the mindset of, like, I can use my phone. <laughs> like, you know, I still forget. Um, Michael's, you can order online, and then you can just pick it up at the store. That's convenient. Right. Then you don't buy extra things. Mm. Um, Smart. <laughs> right? I know. The tricks to saving money. Guys, if you would like to save money at Michael's, you can just buy things online and then have them, you can, they'll, you know, just like the grocery store. <laughs> you know, pick up your order at Michael's and you don't even pick it up at the aisle. Like, you know, you don't pick it up at the front of the store. You pick it up at custom framing. So you're not, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Enticed. By all of, like, the Beanie Babies and the magazines <laughs> and the candy. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. I Because I bought the the rainbow organizers literally nice. right after Awesome Ladies Live. Like, we left Awesome Ladies Live Ice Cream Social. And I ordered <laughs> the thing on my phone at Michael's. And then picked it up um, while Megan was getting kitten food <laughs> at the Petco. And I was like, oh... And I went up to the to the front register, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, you just go right back to, to custom framing. <laughs> and she just had it right there for me. And I was like, this is the most convenient thing ever. And you can just apply all the coupons right there and everything. So, nice. guys, yeah, no, if you want the, the thingies from Michael's with the coupons, just order the thingies online, and then you won't even be enticed to buy extra things <laughs> that you can't use the coupons on. And I think, like, not the moral of that story, because... <laughs> You know, but I think like a good tie in to like reflection is that it's always constantly, you know, sitting with yourself, being still and asking yourself questions on how to make things work better for your life. 
right? And then like even something as small as that took a bit of reflection to realize or like, yeah, like I just feel like it can come from anywhere and it really is that skill of paying attention like Allie Edwards talks about. And I think like us as memory keepers have a natural knack for that, right? Because we're always paying attention to the stories of our life or at least, you know, to get a few stories out. So I feel like we have an advantage over most of humanity as memory keepers. But um, yeah, I just like, like that's the skill that we're like honing slash highlighting. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think we're going to have so much fun this season with reflection because it's something that we do as memory keepers constantly. Yeah. And it's something, you know, that I'm doing all the time. It's something we do with here, with currently yeah, on the show. Sure. And I'm doing it every Monday morning with my lists. And we do it with Thursday 3. Yeah. And even if you aren't scrapbooking, you can do it with either of those. Currently, list is so much fun. It is. And the easiest way, I think, to just, like, tap into it a little bit. Even if you're right? on the go, you can still tap in like yourself. I have one on the Awesome Ladies Instagram right now, which is just the IG stories version. So, like, no excuses. You can literally do it in two minutes. Yeah. And if you want paper ones, I have paper ones. You can download the free one on the Awesome Ladies Project. Um, and you can just, like, also write out your own currently list. Yeah. It's so – whatever I've done currently list, it's been so interesting because there's, I feel like there's, like – most of them, like 80% of them come to my mind right away and I write them down like that's totally what I'm currently thinking or like whatever. And then there's always like two or three that like I come up with something and I go and I think of something. Yeah, like I think of a few things like the first thing I think of doesn't really fit or I don't want to write it or even if it is something I'm currently blank, whatever. -ing. Right. Like, and then the fifth, the fourth or fifth thing that comes to mind, I'm like, that's what I'm like. I'm like, why did the first few like not apply, even though they applied? It's like always like those, like, uh, so some of it is quick. And some of it for me always is like, no, we'll think like, what do you currently, you know? And I really like, yeah, you get to, get to have like it. a conversation with yourself. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. For some of them, it doesn't have to happen for all of them. But I love, like, when it does. It's always so interesting because in that fifth thing that I think of, I'm like, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, and it always, like, that always happens with, like, one of them. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's, like, the one – sometimes it's the unexpected one. Because, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I've been – I don't know how many I've filled out. It's uncountable. Unknowable. It's, you know, there's – there's Right. There's, like, literally un, no way of knowing. <laughs> um – and for me, watching is always super important because mm. that's that's who I am. And so... You sit with that one a little. Well, right, yes. And, like, sometimes it's, like, it's very much a representation of who I am. And, like, even if I am watching a show or, like, I'm re-watching a show, I want it to be the most important show that's on there and like since I I like 
only really do them on Mondays. Sometimes I'll do an extra one if I'm feeling mm-hmm. up to it. But, like, mm-hmm. I do them once a week. I want it to be the most important thing. And see, like, when you say most important thing, what comes to mind is what you're really saying is the one you're most grateful that you that is in your life. Like, whenever I reflect, I, that's what I kind of, like, lately I've been reflecting nonstop. And it always turns into, like, sometimes it's the vein of, like, well, is this working? Is this not? Let me be still with myself. Let me figure something out or let me figure out how I can make it better. Like kind of like a work smarter, not harder. But then there's this other avenue of the reflection that's purely that. Like I'm so happy. This is so important in my life. I'm so grateful that it exists here in my space. That's interesting because if you had asked me what it meant, I would be less gracious to myself Mm. and i would say that it is the one that i want if somebody were to go back through all of my currently lists of all time and this was a representation of all the things that i watched i want to make sure that this is represented Mm. and like if that makes me pretentious if that makes me Mm. like i don't know i want to make sure that like that was represented that thing that i watched was represented oh so you're almost saying like I watched the debate because you know that it's like an important event and it needs to be watched. Sure, Something but it like would that. never it would never be a debate. Like that like oh. that would never happen. Like it would be a, a television show or it would almost always be a television show, but like a specific mm. television show. Mm-hmm. Um like especially because they're they're so most of the television shows now are getting to be so short, like some of them are only six or eight episodes and like maybe there's only one or two seasons of them. And yeah, because currently list, like, like I was saying before, it's only, you know, I only make them once a week. So if I watched a whole show on one weekend, like Fleabag, okay. So Fleabag won a million Emmys um, over the weekend and she's a genius. She's literally just, oh my God, I can't even, but like, there's six episodes and they're half an hour. So mm-hmm. it's really just a long movie. But I like I even if I watched four other things that month or that week, I would wa- I would make sure to write Fleabag that week because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that that's down there because that's the most important thing. I see. And so like Interesting. Yeah, um and so, like, this is something I run into when, like, I have weeks where I watch more TV. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if I watch, like, two or three really great things, I feel like I'm choosing between favorite children. Mm. Because, you know, watching things is very important to me. Um, I don't like movies. Okay. I'm just putting that out there because... I really like TV and I'm very snobby about it. And this is something that I'm just being very honest about. Sure. Um, so since we're talking about the things that I watch on currently and I'm just kind of. You'll never find it, a movie on there. <laughs> that, like very rarely. I just. I feel like there's been a whole lot more great TV shows in the past few years than there has movies. And like that's kind of. My thing is, like, I don't have a lot of time to watch things, and I love watching TV. So, like, in the limited time that I have to watch things, 
I'm probably going to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Although I have seen some good movies lately. I watched Booksmart, mm. which was really cute. Oh, yeah. I want to um, see that. It was adorable. Um, Just, like, really adorable. I wanted to see Yesterday with the Beatles, the Beatles one. I heard. I, w- I would watch that. that. I would w- definitely watch that. I really want to see Hustlers, like, really bad. Mm. I might go to the movies for that. Ooh. Which, which, like, is a once <laughs> a year, if that type yeah. thing. Yeah. But, yeah. I am a TV person, like, through and through. And I use currently to reflect on my television watching, like, crazy. Yeah. And... You'll also see me do it in Thursday 3. So, like, if there is that other show, or there is that, like, thing that's... (laughs) If there is that thing that is, like, I don't even know, really on my mind, Mm -hmm. or something that's super, super great, I will just dive into it in Thursday 3. Because, like, Mm -hmm. with currently, there's just not that much space for me to dive into it. And, like, I just view it more as, like, a one-to-one space for me Mm -hmm. but with thursday three i feel like that's more open-ended for me right where i can be like what's going on in my right now life well let me tell you about this tv show yeah and like i think that's kind of awesome yeah it's your little bit of reflection that means the most to you and i now i understand what you mean by important but that's how reflection's been flowing through you yeah and like i would absolutely say that i'm insanely grateful for these things like sure like i watch tv the way certain people watch read books Mm -hmm. and i'm like super nerdy about it and i love it and it's like that's my way to relax Mm -hmm. and it just makes me it makes me really happy and I think reflect, obviously, duh, but let's just say that the podcast, we can say whatever we want. I think reflection can only happen in relaxation. So, like, there's some level to it where, like, maybe I'm wrong. But I, there's a part of me that feels that. Like, your body has to be calm. You have to be able to be still. I'm trying to think of a time when it doesn't have to be. But anyway, I've been, this, like... That's not really... I don't know. See, now I well, want I to think that's back a almost. really good point. I think there's certain types of reflection that can only happen when you are not... And, like, I think you mean relaxed in a certain type of way. Like, you yeah, know, not necessarily, like, spa day relaxed, but, like, your no. brain can't be taking in insane information from all the other ways. Right. Like, I guess that's can't, what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah, you can't, like, be processing information a mile a minute from five other sources... And try to reflect on something. Right. And I guess, like, I'm now that I think about it, too, like, not to retract what I said, but, like, I just had summer off. And it wasn't exactly, like, the most office summer. I wasn't doing a lot of stuff. So it didn't feel, like, completely off. But, like, I also, my brain also kind of craved not reflecting. You know what I mean? It kind of craved like just checking out because I was so intense with it for the year of like surviving the first year of teaching. But at the same time, 
there was there's always in my brain there's always self-awareness and some type of reflection happening like almost all the time every day so it's like weird because we're at one in one breath we're talking about intentional reflect, reflection but then i think there's some kind of like automatic system of reflection happening all the time which i don't know if a lot of people have like i again it's like we're what do we, where did I hear this? We're so limited by our own experience because we don't know about anyone else's experience on this planet. So I'm only speaking for myself, but there's like this constant hum of reflection always, even when I feel like I, I don't want to do it. Well, I think like part of that is reflection. Part of that is your, I think for a lot of people, what you're finding is reflection now yeah. is what you've worked on a lot in therapy because yeah, you're hearing about it as you're hearing it as reflection now what you would have heard as that voice that doesn't like you very much sometimes hmm. because that's that like internal monologuing voice that is like oh, okay sometimes i'm good at things Today I'm doing good at this. And then sometimes it just spins on you. And that's where, like, the anxiety comes from. Yeah. And you've gotten really good at controlling that inner voice. Yes, yeah. right. I always hear myself. Yes. Not always, but more than I ever have before. Right. And then now you're really good at, I don't want to say, like, just, you know, controlling it controlling it you know it doesn't yeah. spiral off into like yeah well you know now the world is against me yeah it's because the skill that they teach you with the anxiety is like i'm better at finding irrelevance in the in the other stuff so mm -hmm. i'm able to hear it interfere with my own reflection of my own self and then understand like see it and go all right i get you and then but like know that it's irrelevant or be able to to, yes. To get to that quicker. Yes. I think that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, those noises are more... Relevant to them. Yeah. And, it, and it, you know, it comes in the form of like, oh, my boss said something. Oh, you know, the, the commercial said something. Oh, that billboard says something. Oh, my mom said something. Oh, my sister mm. said something. Yeah. And then it's, you know, all those voices magnified on top of other voices. And then, like... Yeah. Because self-reflection is not something that comes... You know, it's it's a skill. Yeah. It's something you need to be taught. It's something that you need to practice. Yeah. And when you are not... You, when you haven't been taught it, when you have not practiced it, it isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of, like you and me episodes this season could be like us talking about things we learned in therapy, like specific traits, because I feel like I'm able to reflect now that it's like, I feel like this season of reflection is going to be a lot of retrospect. It doesn't have to be, but it could be like a lot of retrospect looking about what we learned. Like this year was major for the both of us. Like we were saying in, uh, you said in the book club episode on Friday that like, we both made some big changes. <laughs> like, that doesn't come with them looking back and going, ah, like, you know? Yeah, our lives are, you know, significantly different 
than they have been in the past. Yeah. And those don't come without saying, you know, I'm going to make significant changes. Yeah. And... And the, But, like, when I think about it, even the podcast, it was a change and it was something new we wanted to do, but it wasn't a... We didn't view it as, like, a significant change in our life. Like, we wanted it to be little. Right. And I don't know. So it's that, too. Right, right. And, and like, there's different types of things. And, okay, so it's really funny. I've been playing this... I don't even know what you would call it. It's a tap-tap game on the phone. What is it? A tap-tap game. Like, you literally just tap the buttons and you get higher scores when you tap the buttons. It's literally okay. not important. So, like, All you right. know, you wait okay. five minutes and then your score goes up and you tap the things, you collect the coins, and later on you upgrade the things and you get the higher coins. Okay. And so I, I joined a group because one of the things is only unlocked if you have a group. Okay. And then, you know, one time... It was last Monday, I woke up, and I logged on at 5.30 in the morning, and, because I had to put up stuff for the show. Uh, Jeff was putting up stuff for the show, and he accidentally turned on the the speakers really loud, and it woke me up. Mm -hmm. So, I was up, and then I logged on to the TapTap game, and I started doing the show. And then I met, you know, somebody had a question, so I answered the question, because... My values are problem solving and somebody <laughs> had a problem. And then one of the guys commented later on, oh, somebody was up early. And I was like, yeah, you know, I have a podcast and I had to put up episode. And then I kid you not, like all of these like dude bros who now might be listening to this podcast. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, all of these guys are like, oh, what's your podcast? And what's it about? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's this, you know, crafting lifestyle podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then they were all so nice about it. They looked it up and they're like, it looks mm. so cool. And then they got, we got like a new member in the group and they were all like, oh, you guys should go listen to Are You Kristen's podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, when we started it, when we started the show, and I was typing this out in our chat, when we started the show, it was just supposed to be me and my friend, you know, just chatting about crafts and stuff. Sure. And then... It's grown and grown and grown, and, you know, now it's been downloaded more than 400,000 times, which is, nice. like, that's a real number, reflecting <laughs> on numbers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and um, an increment of five. <laughs> it, it, it is an increment of five. You can count by fives and get all the way up to five to, to 400,000. Might take you a while. But, like, you know, there's those changes, the ones that happen incrementally. And then there's the big ones, like deciding that you're just going to move to Michigan. And deciding you're going to just go back to teaching. Yeah. Kick, kicked in the back. Jolted back. <laughs> right. Like, you're, you know, you're literally going to change your life. Yeah. Like, you know, your day-to-day -day life is going to change. It is going to be completely different. And you know what's so paradoxical? Which, again, like, because, again, what you're saying is, like, we're going in. This season's going to be our 100th episode. In December, it's going to be our two-year anniversary of launching this podcast. Like, you don't go through. You don't get downloaded 400,000 times and not have anything to reflect on. Or you know what I mean? Or you don't like move and tie, like uproot yourself and move to a completely different state, and like not have anything to reflect about. So I just think it's like the natural theme, and I I think I fucking lost my train of thought, but it'll come back. It's the end of teaching day. 
you think that this is going to be a great theme for this season. Yeah, but I also had another point that it flew a, out. A point, a point <laughs> that's going to be reflected upon some at some point in season yeah, five. Yeah, it'll come back. <laughs> Welcome to my brain. I think some of the other things that I've been reflecting on lately are the guests that we've had over the past few months specifically. I've needed our conversations with them so much. Like, especially to get through the last, like, two months. Mm -hmm. So after Awesome Ladies Live, I was supposed to go right into upgrading the website. I was supposed to, and like I did, I went right into upgrading the website. I was supposed to have everything done by September 1st. I was supposed to be ready to launch on September 1st, have it out in beta and have everybody out ready to use it. And I was stuck on this one part of the website. And so I hired somebody who was supposed to know how to do it. And it was supposed to be ready by September 1st. And it was supposed to be ready to go. And she kept saying one more day. And we kept doing this back and forth thing. And it got to be like September 14th. And it was becoming increasingly clear that she didn't know exactly how to do the thing that she said she knew to do. And she was trying to figure it out. And like, I totally get that. But that was not my problem. Mm -hmm. So I needed to not have her work for me anymore. And I had to move forward with my project on my own. So I was like, let's not even worry about that tiny little part of my project anymore. And I launched my Awesome Ladies Project 3.0 website. And while I was going through all these problems, while I was having this problem with my developer, while I was having these, like, feeling not good enough things feeling like I'm never going to get this project done thing I was thinking about the Lisa Congdon interview I was feeling like such a failure feeling like I you know I'm not going to get here and then I was thinking about like oh, okay she felt like this so many times mm -hmm. you know it's okay I'm going to get to like the end of this mm -hmm. when I was planning all the things out when I was like I need to get from step A to step B to step C to step D. You know, all of the other stuff doesn't really matter. What, you know, what are the actual things that I need to get done? I was thinking about Elise's episode. And like without these conversations, I would have been, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, mm. it, I, I would have been not nearly in a great you know, as good of a place as I would have been, which I am yeah. now, I feel great. I feel amazing. I'm so excited to share this website with everyone. Mm -hmm. It's this thing that I've wanted to do for like ever. I've been talking about it on the show forever to have this Facebook alternative. Well, like it exists. I made it. And right. because we have this show, which is this other part of me, that's this, you know, still part of me. Yeah. Because we have this ability to talk to all these amazing women. Because we have the ability to talk to each other. It made me creating my website. My upgrading this website. Making it 
this thing that I've wanted to build for so long, which, you know, ran into a few roadblocks, which will happen when you have a project, especially when you have to ask other people for help. Yeah. Which I'm not saying don't ask other people for help. Right. No. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when you ask other people for help, it's just not going to work out sometimes. Yeah. And like, that's okay. Just sometimes put the help part to the side and keep going. It's awesome. I'm like insanely proud of myself. Yeah. And like, that feels really good. Yeah. As somebody who's like used to doing something and then just moving on to the next thing. Yeah. It feels good to be like, okay, now come and use this. Okay, come and use this. Come and be a part of this. Yeah. It just feels like I couldn't have done it without the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that too, just because if you've been with us for the past year, like this time last year, I was struggling <laughs> and I was having a hard time. And then I think I've been reflecting this year a lot on that one little word episode from last year. I think that was the real, the driving force for me this year, like my one little word and what was said in that episode and me being at like one of my lowest points and, and needing to come out of that like again like I I think reflection is so tied to a dip if that makes sense like when you dip in life the only the only way you're going to get yourself out of it is by reflecting on either the good or like each moment or you know like reflection plays such a big part of the dips and so now that I feel like I dipped real deep (laughs) and then, you know, had that one little word episode with you and really reflected on what I needed going into the new year and then just like kind of surfing on that a little bit and trying to ride the waves with that and now coming out the other end of it, like there's so much I have to reflect on, like just this past year of teaching and and the new boyfriend and just like how I feel I found myself and the benefits of therapy. Like there's just been so much that like I've just been like, huh, like yeah, that's been so reflecting, reflective in my brain. It's crazy. Like even to think when you said before too, like, like we made these big choices or like even the choice to go back to teaching so much looking back on it now felt like it was placed like by the universe like this is what I got for you so like of course I could have turned it down but like there was almost no way that I could have turned that down like I was asking for help I needed help this plopped on my lap two weeks before school started like and now looking back and reflecting I'm like that's exactly what was supposed to happen so it's just very interesting how the reflection part makes you see it then I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this is the best offer that Jeff got was this PhD program. It was the best program of all the programs that he got into. Mm -hmm. I mean, like his mom grew up around here. And then, so it's not, I mean, like, sure, he could have said no Mm -hmm. and picked somewhere else. Yeah. But like, why would you do that? Like, you know, you get two job offers. Why would you take the job offer that's shittier and pays less money? Um, So, like, the same, you know, the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it was placed on us. Mm -hmm. But now, like, you know me, I don't want to move away ever. Yeah. 
this is where I want to live. Like, and like, I say that to everyone and like, people look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, dude, come here. I mean, like, just like literally on Sunday, there were children from the band, from the the high school band who (laughs) came to the door and played music for us for money. Oh my God. That's fun. Isn't it? Isn't it just, like, the most fun thing? Like, (laughs) there are so many fun things about living here. Like, why would I want to live somewhere else when this is an incredibly reasonably priced place to live? And it is fun. It is just so fun. It is the most Stars Hollow place, like, in the Midwest. And it's just fun. Like, it's Stars Hollow plus a university. Yeah. But what's so... What can't go unnoted, and you've noted it before, is how homesick you were in the beginning. Oh, God, how, yeah. How, it was horrible. How unfun it felt in the beginning. But yet oh, it still first, was the something. The first winter was awful. Right. And it's still something you felt like you needed to do. Like, yes. Like, the reflection of how right it is in your life sometimes comes through the trudgery. Yeah. I mean, like, hard things are hard. That doesn't mean yeah. you shouldn't do them. Right. Yeah. And, like, even more so, hard things are hard, so you should do them. Like, and, and just because things are hard doesn't mean you have to finish doing them if they're, you know, you hate them. Right. Like, if, you know, if I hated living here still, once Jeff finished his program, then we would leave. Yeah. And, and that's like, kind of what, yeah. yeah. Like, we knew, like, if you hated teaching at the end of your, you know, end of your year you would go somewhere else or you'd stop teaching. Like when you sign up for something, you make a commitment to a time period or, you know, a, 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 some, something, you know, you'd give it a chance. Right. And if it's torturous to you, then you stop. Right. Well, that's like, we've taught, we wrote up on the podcast before, like the art of quitting. And I feel like there's a lot of reflection in the art of quitting and finessing the art of quitting. And And I think yeah. It's totally okay to put things to the side for a while, too. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's totally okay to put things to the side and then decide, I don't want that anymore in my life. Mm-hmm. Or to decide, I would like that back in my life. Right. I'm very like, much in that space. Right. And, like, we <laughs> talked to Elise about this. And, like, she talked about this um, with one of her hobbies. I don't remember which one it was. But about, like, how sometimes when you put things aside and you come back to them, you're a lot better at it, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Like, that's really yeah. cool. But, like, sometimes, like, with me and moving away from North Jersey, like, I don't want to move back there. I don't want to live there again. Mm-hmm. I love it there. I think it's amazing. Um, I don't, like, I, I think growing up there was amazing. I think it was wonderful. And, but that's not where I want to live. Mm-hmm. And that's totally okay. Yeah. But it would also be okay if I wanted to move back there too. Right. And I feel that same energy around, like, 
I went into teaching, did it for two years, quit it, did did something completely different. Like, like I don't regret any of that journey. Like, I totally, when I left teaching the first time, it was exactly what I needed to do then because I reflected on it and my reflection was telling me yes. Then I did graphic design and worked with a high planner. And at that time, that was exactly what I should have been doing. And then when I went, like, last year, going back to teaching, like, that's exactly, like, it just, the going back and forth for me, I, I identify or like even the breakups that I've had. Like, I feel like we're referencing all our old podcasts. We had a, a breakup episode, the survival episode, you know, like all these good ones are kind of reflected upon. But I, I feel that like even the breakups, how hard they were and how like, do I go back? Do I not? How many times I went back before the breakup was official? Like, but still like it was all in good, all working for good. So I feel that I feel like the art of quitting and when really is the end of something is something you reflect on, but the reflection has to happen in order for it to be motivated by the right things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a lot easier to see when it's motivated by the right mm. things. I think we're going to read. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's just like when you are motivated by other stuff, it's just like obscured. Like, maybe you'll find it, but it's just going to be because you stumble upon it. Yeah. We've been doing the Bite Size Book Club with Austin Cleon's book, Keep Going. And chapter seven is you are allowed to change your mind. Yes. And that's, like, I can't wait to get up to that one because I'm like, sometimes we think we're not. <laughs> like, well, you know what's funny is that, like, sometimes this happens in arguments. Yeah. And sometimes I'll change my mind and I'll just be like, okay, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so hard to do that. Like, it's such it's such a hard thing to do. Something resists. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, so right before I get a bad headache, about five minutes before, five to seven minutes before, I become a not nice person. Which is just an interesting symptom of getting a headache. But, like, I literally become less capable of being nice. Like, I get, yeah, I get a shorter very temper. very irritable. Yep. And that's when I will start bickering with someone. I mean, usually it's Jeff, because, like, we're literally the only <laughs> people here. Yeah. Um, but because of this... I have had to learn to say I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I have no idea what I was talking about. Like, just you know, legit, like, please ignore everything I just said. Yeah. Because literally the wires in my brain got crossed and mm -hmm. uh, what I was saying doesn't make any sense. And yeah. that's literally a headache talking to you. You're arguing with a headache. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> Like, that's, like, that's another huge change in my life is getting to be, getting to the point of knowing that and, like, getting to the point of being able to have the correct medicine to know that, like, who I am as a person with headaches that are under control mm -hmm. and, like, what it's like to not have headaches 14 hours a day mm -hmm. and what it's like to live a normal life quote-unquote instead of live a life of a person who's in pain you know 14 
to 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, like, those things are totally different. And those are huge drastic changes in my life. And reflecting on those things have been able to make me a much, much, much better person. Mm-hmm. And being in pain most of the day will make you an asshole. Like, you will be, like, a, a real jerk sometimes. A lot of times. And, like, it's not going to be entirely your fault. Like, if you are living in so much pain that you can't do anything else but be in pain for half mm-hmm. the day, mm-hmm. and someone wants to talk to you about mundane shit, right? odds are you're just not going to be able to, and you're just not going to be as nice as you would be, or as accommodating, or as, like, you know, chipper. You know, you all just... the things that ladies want, you know, ladies are supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. And you've just summed up, like, the chronic problem in, like, classrooms. <laughs> it's like, hey, learn this math. They're like, I have no food at home. And you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, like, they're in constant emotional pain, and you're trying to shove down what they view as mundane, you know. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Book things. Right. And so, like, right, you're just going to be an asshole sometimes. Right. And so, like, learning how to be nicer when I'm still that person in pain mm-hmm. has been really interesting. Yeah. Because I don't want to be mean. But that takes so much reflection. It's so hard. And also, like, I see myself doing that. And, like, I don't want to do that. But also, like, I'm trying to not be super mean to myself because then I also beat myself up for being that person. Yeah. And then there's, like, these wars inside of myself of, like, but you are that person. You are being mean. And it's like, well, just, you know. You're not a bad egg. Right. Just apologize <laughs> and say yeah. I'm sorry. Right. And if the person doesn't accept your apology for, you know, literally being in pain and apologizing for, you you know, not being all that mean, but just snapping slightly, <laughs> yeah. then, you know, it's okay. And if not, then they're an asshole anyway. Right. And that's hard. It's so hard to be that person right and it's i think we need to count that thoughtful reflection after a snap let's say for more points than usually we do like you're saying like i feel like we need to give credit for that that thoughtful reflection and intentional reflection afterward you know absolutely and and it's also so hard to do on the other side, because if you're the person who is hurt, then you, you need to be able to, to like, yeah, you need to be able to like put your hurtness aside yeah, and say, oh, okay, this person is also clearly hurt. Like yeah. there's clearly something going on with them and they're not just like being mean for no reason. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things where it has to be a give and take on all parties. So like, People have to be better at accepting apologies as well as giving apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Season five. Kick off. <laughs> season five. Loaded. Five. Loaded. It's going to be such a great season. I'm excited. Me too. All right. Let's go over to After Chatter where we will reflect some more. If you guys want to meet us over on After Chatter, you can do so at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale. We'll be over there for another 10 minutes, 15 minutes with some great 
extra bonus talk on both audio and video so you can see our adorable little rooms. And if you are not currently a Patreon member, you can join us at craftyassfemale.com slash Patreon. It's $5 a month and you get absolutely all of our footage, which is like a ton of videos um, with guests like Allie Edwards, Austin Cleon, Lisa Congdon, and so many more. And you get access to the Bite Size Book Club. So I hope you join us. It's $5 a month and you will be supporting the show and Amanda and me and awesome crafty ass female journalism yeah we're journalists we, we report it. we report some news stuff <laughs> i'll take it awesome awesome crafty ass female media we love you lots and lots and we will catch you next week bye guys